Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number six of the Spiraling Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my friend, my buddy, my pal, uh, president and founder of Holland Foundation, Jason Holland. Jason, how are you today, man? I'm good. How are you doing? You know, I, I'm okay. It's been a while since we did one of these. Uh, we've been fairly busy, and there's uh, there's a little small thing kind of going on in the world right now. I don't know if you heard. A little thing called the coronavirus. Um I don't really know too much about it, but it's, it seems to be kind of a big deal. Um, so that's kind of what's going on right now. So with that, I am here in kind of uh, just staying inside as much as possible. Um, don't want to get any of my family members sick. So uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah, we've been inside too. We're on lockdown and, you know, with my compromised immune system i've been on lockdown a little bit longer than everybody else once this uh scare started creeping up on the world we yeah. uh, decided that i needed to stay in for an indefinite period of time so yeah that um, makes sense yeah so it's kind of hard when um you own a disaster restoration company and you're on mm. lockdown <laughs> yeah that's uh <laughs> that's that sounds a little um a little weird, doesn't it? Um, yeah, yeah our, our county, I think, is on lockdown. It is. Um, you can only go to the store. You can go to, like, the pharmacy or the pet store or home. That's pretty yeah. much about it. Um, it's been kind of weird not being able to go to the movies or out to eat or um, to some different spots. But, hey, you know, um, I'm all for it. Um, anything that can help flatten the curve, right? I'm up for that. Um Hey, but, on a lighter note, I was able to find my wife a margarita last night. Oh yeah! Oh, did you hear? <laughs> did you hear? They are uh, there's some there's some restaurants out there that'll deliver, they'll deliver yeah. you like gallon margaritas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big old gallon of margaritas. So not not every not all bad things have come out of this. All right, <laughs> so, so we're we're moving forward. We're moving forward. But um, yeah, man, I was just uh, me and Jason just wanted to get an episode out to you guys and talk to y'all a little bit. It's been a while since we since we talked to you. Um, uh, we'll just kind of talk about this coronavirus thing and um, kind of the impact that it uh, can have and has had and will have on mental health. Um, uh, when you're, think about it, when you're cooped up in the house, family members, maybe you're cooped up in the house by yourself or you um, you can't really go out as much, um, it can kind of wear on you after a while. You get a little bit of cabin fever. Um, it, it can definitely happen. Um, what do you yeah, think, Jason? It, you know, for, for, for my family, it, it, I think it affects my wife a little bit more than anybody else because she's, yeah. a, she's the type that wants to go out and do things. Sure. Um, you know, for me, um, my son is, has, has a lot of my personality where he's, he's content with being at home. Sure. Um, you know, I, I am too for the most part, but you know, I, I still have to, I still have to get out and do things every once in a while. Sure. Um, you know, my, like I said, my business, uh, I own a surfer franchise, so we're, um, we're on the go 24 seven. Right. Uh, we're on call 24 seven. Uh, just the other night we got a phone call at one o'clock in the morning, um, uh, for a, a home that had three three inches of water throughout the hole wow um so you know 
it's times like that when you know you you, you want to get up and you want to go out and, and take a look at it and, and and see what you can do to help out um, but at the same time you have to be careful not to interact with too many people or interact yeah. with people who are sick um, so that's kind of the, the balance that that we have to we have to take care of in our home uh, uh, you know is somebody sick that we're dealing with um, mm-hmm. you know why um, you know my guys do a pretty good job uh, you know keeping themselves uh, safe and 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 not not being affected too much by the homeowners. They don't go up and shake hands. Um, they don't touch too many things in the home without gloves on or a respirator. Right. Um, but you know, it, it's 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 one of those things that you know. Just yesterday, I uh, I went out to a job just to to, to lay eyes on it, and um, you know the, the roads they 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 look like normal. Um, everything looks like normal except there's nobody. Um, Right. Yeah. There's nobody in the stores. Yeah. Nobody in the so. stores. Um, I've noticed as far as the roads, some, I still see people driving around, but I don't yeah. see as much congestion. Like, for example, yesterday at five o'clock, where, where I'm sitting at in my apartment, I can see um, a, a good bit of the road, like one of the um, a major intersection here within town. And so... Um, whenever I look out and I see that, usually right around four or five o'clock is pretty congested. You can see the traffic kind of build up. Yesterday, you know, it was it was free flowing, um, so I could tell that there's not as many cars on the road. There's not a lot as many people doing stuff. Like you know, like there's there's a gym just down the road. There's a beauty shop. There's a um, a gas station. Like those like those places you see fairly empty parking lots. But um, uh, I still see people driving in and around. Like, you know, going to the store. Well, I'll tell you that the freeways were loaded with um, 18 wheelers. Oh, I so, bet. Yeah. Um, so commerce is still going on. And, yeah. um, you know, we're, we're down in Houston, so we're pretty close to uh, the Mexico border. Right. And, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they've stopped trade from other countries. I don't think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. Commerce so. is, still, is still moving, um, which is a good thing. Um, but I just don't see, um, I have noticed, um, not too much of an impact on like the roadways and and different areas, but I I definitely have noticed it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I sometimes I'll just go out and I'll just take a drive just cause when I, you know, roll the windows down, clear my head or, you know, go to the store, grab something real quick and come back back. But, um, yeah. So, so while we're on the subject of the coronavirus, uh, you know, any listeners out there that want to share some stories with us, um, feel free to email us or uh, drop us a line, and we'd uh, love to put that on the air on the next episode. Yeah, please, um, please, please. Yeah. So I, I have to ask, getting into the mental health aspect of the coronavirus. Yes. What's still with TP? The deal with the toilet paper, I, yeah, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've seen, I've seen, for the most part, I've seen. Uh, like the other day, uh, it was two weeks ago. I went to go visit my brother. It was, it was, uh, well, probably about a week ago. It was uh, as this was kind of all getting uh, pretty bad. You know, the lockdown was, was starting to go into effect, and around different states. But I saw like 
the last little bit of toilet paper, and this guy had a couple packs, and then and he was he made sure he gave them to some of the older people. Yeah. Um, in the store, and then I've also seen videos of people fighting to the death over toilet yeah. paper, and so yeah. I I think it's um, I don't know, it's all over the place, all over the spectrum. But you can't, I haven't been able to find it. Um, in the stores the past couple of weeks, I know it's there. I, I just and I know people there. It's restocking and people are able to get it. I just know. I just haven't been. I don't know. I guess I haven't been quite lucky. But I've had. I. I mean, I got some. But um, yeah, man. Well, I guess this is um, the benefit of having colostomy bag and colon cancer. Ah, uh, yes. You don't use toilet paper anymore, so you yeah, don't have yeah. to worry about it. <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about it. All of, all of, all all of us peasants. Out here having to worry about toilet paper, and <laughs> you get to sit on your throne, and, uh, and this, this is that uh, scenario. You don't have to worry about it. That's actually kind of awesome. Um, but I yeah. will tell you that the, just the, the, the all all the necessities that you would typically get from the store, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's kind of given me anxiety because um, you know I can't get the things that I need. Um, sure. You know, some, of, some of the food items that I usually have, mm-hmm. um, they're not available. Yes. Uh, you know, the frozen food section is completely empty. Um, so, you mm-hmm. know, I was going to stock up on some frozen frozen meals um, and I can't find any. Um, and it's, it's the fresh food only stays good for two or three days. Right. Uh, and you have to go back to the store every two or three days and hope that you can find something right uh, because it's it's completely wiped out yeah i i remember the first time i went and i just saw like i was like wow this is you know because i knew i mean i i i think as humans you could comprehend something you see something on the news you see something happen in the street or you see something um going on through social media like oh wow this is happening this is crazy you know this is insane but then you go to the store and you see it in person it's just kind of that it it adds that other layer of depth to your perception and then so i went there and i saw the store and i saw it was like empty like there was like it's there was nothing on the shelves barely anything and as i've went you know yesterday um you know it's starting to kind of get packed up again um, as you know, commerce is coming in, and, and more and more people are working their uh, working their tails off. So I really do appreciate that. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's about the whole fresh food, uh, frozen food stuff, man. You can't you can't find hardly anything. Yeah, yeah. The um, the, the the produce section at the grocery store is pretty much wiped out. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you try to get some frozen vegetables and you can't find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's very difficult and it causes, I know for myself, it causes a lot of anxiety because you're yeah. like, you know, so what, what, what am I going to feed my family? Um, mm-hmm. Once, uh, what are we going to do for dinner the next night? The good thing is restaurants have been, great was keeping up with their supplies yeah fantastic um, so you can always go to the the, the, the the to a restaurant and get food but you're going to spend some money um, mm-hmm. it's going to be expensive um you know doing that two or three times a day um i know right now we're spending 150 200 bucks a day on on restaurants 
Yeah. Because um, I have a family of four, plus I have a couple of people staying with me right now. So, you know, that's 70 adds people up. that are to feed up, feed. Um, yeah. You know, it's 60, 70 bucks a meal. Wow. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely insane. Um, but, you know, because the... It's not just like the the viruses. It can it can, um, it can hospitalize you, and it can cause some um, respiratory issues, and that it could potentially kill you. Right? I think it's got a it's two percent. I think maybe three somewhere, somewhere around there. there. It's somewhere around there um, uh, for for the kill rate. But but also that it's the the virus has affected so many different parts of our life like we talk about the stores the roads the uh the restaurants the entertainment business um the airlines right um a lot of different things are being affected by it and so um it could be a bit overwhelming so with that being said me and uh, jason actually sent me this wonderful link it's from cdc.gov okay so i'll be able to, i'll put this in the description of the youtube channel on the youtube uh episode uh cdc.gov for those of you guys who want to go there uh it's uh backslash uh covid19 okay cdc.gov backslash covid19 and um so for the coronavirus they talk about different ways to deal with stress kind of how to cope with if you're on lockdown if you're on quarantine if you can't go anywhere maybe you're um you know, compromise like Jason, maybe you, um, just don't want to get one of your other family members sick. Maybe you don't want to get sick yourself. Um, for whatever reason, uh, these are different ways to cope. Um, because not all of us are, we're not all going out anywhere. We're staying inside. Okay. So let's see here. Everybody reacts. This talks about everybody reacts differently, uh, to stress. And I think that's true. Um, you know, some people can get um, can have anxiety. Some people can get um, some depression. Some people can get um, angry or frustrated. Uh, so we're just trying to minimize that stress as much as possible. Um, so the best way to do it is just try by taking care of yourself, doing the little things, making sure you're getting maybe a little bit of exercise if you're inside of your if your house, right? Doing some if you're able to doing some push ups, some sit ups, uh, you know those little what are those called, Jason? I think they're uh, mountain climbers. Remember oh, doing yeah. those? In, you ever doing those in high school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing those in high, high school football. That, oh my god, that was my coach's favorite thing to do to us. He's like, "All right, mountain climbers, go!" <laughs> and then that one kid would make the mistake of how many, and we're like, "No, don't ask that." He's gonna say, "Till I'm tired," <laughs> and so he would blow the whistle. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, um, so yeah, just. Regular exercise, I think if you guys can keep up with it, I think that'll help kind of maintain some stress. Uh, but they also put in here, they says, uh, take breaks from watching, reading, or listening to news stories, including social media. Uh, hearing about the pandemic repeatedly can be upsetting. Um, true. If you're, I think if you're sitting, you know, and you're just glued to the TV the entire time or on your phone scrolling through Twitter or Facebook, uh, uh, things can look a little gloomy. Um, so take a break, you know, do a puzzle with your kids. Um, read. Yeah. We, we started schoolwork. Schoolwork. Yeah. Um, and that's been, <coughs> excuse me, it's been a daunting task for us because, uh, 
you know, we're still working full time. <laughs> oh yeah, so you had to do school and yeah. And now we have the school work. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's getting interesting. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you approach that with your kids for, with schoolwork? I mean, do they, is there a, like a special book that you had to have? Did their school send materials? Are you just kind of um, doing stuff on your own? We did everything online. Um, okay. so they, they set, they set them up with online learning, distance learning. Cool. Um, so He's doing different um, different activities on different websites, um, and they tracks his grades and stuff. So, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So I know buddies in uh, university and in uh, you know still in college, depending on where you're from. But if you're if you're from across the pond, I believe you call it university. Over here, we call it uh, college. You know, either way, it doesn't matter. But so people at university, people at college, um, and they, of course their universities are shut down. And so they've been having to use um, Zoom com- Zoom conference call in order to have um, those uh, those conversations with their professors, and they continue distance learning. So um, it's been it's been really nice to see that um, they've been able to continue uh, their some of their classes and, and their education. So I think that's I think that's good. I think that's important. Yeah. So you're getting back onto the mental health um, yeah. kick. You know, we, on uh, and on the same lines of the, the distance learning, my son's school, he's been using a Zoom conference as well for for some of his classes. Yeah. And you know, my son's almost eleven, and you know, he's in the stage where you know all gas that comes out of your body is funny. Oh. So yeah. we're always getting on to him for for his burping and passing gas, and you know. JJ, you just stop that, and you know he laughs and does it again. Um, but you should see when there's twelve other boys on a Zoom conference call, yeah, and every one of them are doing it. Oh gosh, <laughs> I knew that so, conversation was going to go one of two ways. You're going to say when there's twelve other ones, he, you know, he, he he's 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 cool because he doesn't want to do it for his friends, or it was going to be they're all doing it. You should see. <laughs> oh gosh, so so. I feel for the fourth grade teachers and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a, that can cause some mental health issues by itself. <laughs> it really can, man. It really can. Um, but yeah, anyway, kind of back on our, on, on the CDC recommendations here, uh, take care of your body, take deep breaths, stretch or meditate, uh, try and eat healthy, well-balanced meals, exercise regularly. Uh, thank you. Uh, get plenty of sleep, uh, and avoid, uh, alcohol and drugs. That is their recommendation. Um, so, I mean, you know, like, you know, it's all good stuff. Meditating, stretching. Um, that can be um, uh, good for the blood flow. Uh, try and eat healthy, well-balanced meals as much as you can, right? During this uh, time, if you're quarantined in, sometimes you might have to have some, you know, some frozen pizza or something. But, um, you know, even a simple walk just to clear your mind yeah. helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm simple walk it's really nice uh we've been i got a little uh, fortunate enough to have a a small balcony out on the edge of my apartment um and so sometimes i'll go out there you know in the evenings um and um just kind of sit out and let the let the wind hit my face so i think that's been that's been helpful too uh they also say uh make time to unwind try to do some other activities that you enjoy you know if you want if there was that book that you meant to be reading if there was that um puzzle that you meant to be doing um sudoku um 
just kind of hanging out, playing with your kids, um, any of that kind of stuff, just trying to take your mind off of of what's happening that could really help you with um with coping with stress with stress and then connect with others uh talk with people that you trust about that you trust about your concerns and how you are feeling yeah reach out talk to some talk to people you know we're fortunate enough in this day and age to where we have technology to where you know we have facetime we have skype we have zoom that we just talked about we have um you know just Pick up a phone and call somebody. We're able to text back and forth. Um, stay in touch with your loved ones. We're fortunate enough to where we don't have to be physically close to somebody to talk to them or see their face. So um, that can be very, very helpful. Yeah. And one thing that um, I learned about a few days ago <clears throat> is the um, health insurance companies are waiving virtual um, counseling sessions and reimbursing okay. virtual counseling sessions. Because typically, I guess, um, whenever you go see a therapist, uh, it has to be face-to-face in order for right. insurance to pay for it. Um, but several large carriers have waived that since we can no longer do that. sit yeah. face-to-face and we have the social distancing. Mm-hmm. They're able to do things online. Um, and one of our partners, the, the Center for Christian Counseling, um, they, they have... Uh, a huge program um, with uh, virtual uh, sessions. Uh, they pick up the phone. They do a, a, a FaceTime call or a, a Zoom conference call, like like you said. Yeah. Um, and you're able to see your therapist right there. Um, That's good. In the comfort of your own home, and you don't have to worry about getting out and getting exposed. Yeah, that's excellent. Hit up, hit up our guy Harold. The Center yeah. for Christian Center for uh, Center for Christian Counseling. Hit him up uh, and uh, talk to him. He's a good guy. Um, uh, yeah, that can be. I, I didn't know that. That is. Um, that's super helpful. Um, I'm glad. Um, let's see. Um, be sure you're sh- also uh, the CDC recommends. Uh, be sure you're sharing the facts and understanding the actual risk to yourself. You know, this is. It is a virus that can spread very quickly. Um, it can cause a lot of respiratory issues. Um, it is not just the flu. Um, it's a bit worse than that. Um, so, and I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert, but um, you don't want to get it. It's not fun. So, um, just take it seriously. Understand the risk of whenever, if you do decide to go out, go to the store. Uh, if you do decide to go out somewhere else, um, just be sure you're taking care of yourself. Be careful. Um for the for you and for other family members around you uh let's see i'm just looking through this a little bit more um ah for parents all right so i know it's for, for so for jason um i guess i have a quick question for you um how have you approached have you guys had a conversation with um your kids about um what the coronavirus is um uh, have you guys talked to them at all about, you know, like why they're home from school? Like, I mean, do they, do they understand? My, like, I'm my son understands, but my four year old daughter, um, that you probably just saw a few minutes ago, uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's she so doesn't sweet. understand. Yeah. She, she hears, uh, you know, she, she wants to go to the store and get a, get, get, get some candy. And you're like, no, the right. stores are closed. Um, right. And, 
Yeah. She she doesn't understand the concept that uh, something's going on. Um, but right. my son, uh, he he knows what's going on, and he understands the the complications yeah. uh, with the coronavirus, um, and he he really understands. Um, why we're taking the precautions that we are um as as you know the holland family um, right. because because of my ailments right um you know he he he's very close with me and um i remember he doesn't want me to get sick and he understands that so yeah um but you know we, we we've still we've been taking them you know out to the park a little bit um Okay. You know, taking them for walks, but we we just don't go into crowded areas like grocery stores with the kids. Sure. Um, there, I, I I don't think the kids would be um, as as cognizant as we are of not touching things that don't right have to be touched. Yeah, so, surfaces yeah. and yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I know that um, for for some parents out there, they and I'm not a parent. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert at one either, too. So I kind of lean on you for this. But um, uh, it has been a topic of conversation to where um, parents are trying to figure out the best way to explain to their um to their kids kind of you know what's going on um this is why we have to stay home this is why we have to be a little extra safe um with the things that we touch um so i know it can be a a hard and difficult um i can imagine it could be a hard and difficult conversation to have just kind of depending on you know how old the kid is and you know um and their understanding so um yeah that could be that could be a bit rough um so yeah uh, do you have, I mean, did you, do you have any recommendations for that? I mean, d- were you just like honest and straight up with him? Like, Hey, these are the facts. Here's what's going on. Did you kind of take a little softer approach with it? Um, in, in the beginning, I took a little bit of softer approach. Yeah. And then as the days went on and he started getting upset about, um, you know, how come I can't have a friend over? Uh, right. You know, his his best friend his name's John. You know, he, how come John can't come over? Um, well, you, you have to you have to balance. You know, you don't want your son or your child to be upset. Right. Uh, right. But you know, depending on the maturity level of that child, um, is is how far you take it. Yeah. And. You know, we were just honest with him and said, you know, it, there's a virus that's going on um, in the yeah. world right now, and it's making people really sick, um, and it's it's killing a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and we have to take precautions um, so yeah. that way none of us get it. Um, so it, it's, it's kind of it's kind of the balancing act. You know, how mature is your child um, over? Um, you know, how honest you want to be with them and, and do you think they can they can handle it um, yeah yeah we've tried to keep a little bit of normalcy in the household um, at least I have um, yeah going to bed at the same time waking up at the same time continuing to do your daily activities um, right routine I'm 
I, I, I work quite a bit. So, you know, my my days, um, you know, typically start at six, seven o'clock in the morning, uh, go till five, six o'clock at night. Right. Um, so, you know, keeping that keeping that workflow going, um, still being able to spend time with the kids, taking a break, watching a movie with them um, or just give them a hug. You know, sure. They, they still need that interaction. <laughs> Um, so I, I hear, I hear the doctors and everyone saying, you know, social distance, social distance, even in your own in your own home. Yeah, that's cool for most people, but if you have kids that are you know young, they, right. they need that attention, they need that touch. Yeah, uh, they need their mom and dad's touch. So you you gotta you gotta walk that line and just figure out what's best for you guys, what's best for the family. Well said. I think that's about perfect. That's just got to figure out what's best for you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and approach with your with your child. And, you know, if they can handle it, you know, just that just depends. Um, You know, we're we're learning something right now with the coronavirus that we haven't experienced in a long time. Um, And I don't think our society has ever dealt with what we're going through with a Mm -hmm. worldwide. This is pretty much a worldwide lockdown of society. And and, and I I can't recall any history. Yeah. You know, we had the the 2008 uh, swine flu. I remember. When my son was born, uh, he was born in 2009. Um, I remember having to stand out in line in 30 degree weather to get this vaccination. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't have the social distancing like we do now. So I don't know what's different between this virus and the swine flu and the H1N1 and all that. I, I'm, I'm not doctor. I'm not. I'm not a a, a biologist or anything. So I, right. I, I don't know. Um, but I will tell you what's going on in society right now has never been experienced, and at least in my generation. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's fair to say it hasn't been experienced by anybody in in a, in a long time. You know. I think. Yeah. The plague, you know, the actual yeah, plague. The plague. <laughs> yeah. What was what was the virus um, um, in the was it nineteen oh nine or nineteen eleven? Yeah, um, sometime around there. That I think it was H one N one maybe or uh, uh, the flu the black, or something like that. But then there was something a oh, there's a I think there was a nineteen eighteen Spanish, Spanish flu. Spanish flu. Yeah. I think nineteen eighteen. Uh, of course, the black plague and the. Um, Oh, gosh, I can't. Uh, my history teachers are going to hate me for not remembering this. But the Black Plague, whenever that was going on, you know, a uh, hundred years ago or so, um, maybe a little bit more. Um, I've heard something about SARS in 2003. And of course, I was 10 years old. I don't remember. Yeah, um, SARS, you know, I was in high school at that time. And, you know, even during SARS, we didn't have school lockdowns, we didn't have yeah. banning of international travel. Right. Um, it it's um, what we're experiencing now is something that's never been experienced before, right? And I don't know if it's because of the severity of the of, of the virus or um, we're just taking extra precautions to try to preserve life. Yeah, extra precautions, and then I think just because it could spread so fast. Yeah, um, and that's I, part of it. 
Um, yeah, and I understand how fast it can spread. Um, but, you know, one thing that our diplomats have been doing a good job with and our world leaders uh, is trying to preserve life. Right. Um, because, you know, coming from my brief stint in the Army and, um, you know, growing up in the ROTC world, right. you have what's called um, um, expectation of, of, of death. I don't know what the exact word of, of it was. Interesting. Uh, it's you, you expect so much death um, during mm-hmm. a wartime. Um, right. it's, uh, it's, it's almost like, you know, 10%, it's a high number, but I'm just throwing it out there for an example. You expect 10% of your soldiers to die in combat. Well, right. you know, what our world leaders are doing now is they're trying to eliminate all death, and they don't want anybody to die from this. Right, um, of course. So, so that, I think that's where it takes another, another little turn of where our society has gotten to is – you know, maybe we're starting to, to, to look at life a little bit differently now. Mm-hmm. And we look at life as, as it's not just um, um, an expectation that someone's going to die from a certain disease, mm-hmm. but how, how can we save people's lives um, to, to prevent this from happening? Um, I think that's, that's been a real big, um, real big, disassociation in our in our lifetime is people expect things to be okay in the negative way oh yeah yeah i got you it's interesting very interesting yeah no I, i feel you on that one i feel on that one um yeah, it's definitely something that, you know, I've never experienced before. I remember it being in high school when uh, swine flu was a thing, um, but it never got to uh, this level um, at all. Um, I don't think we even had we might have had some school closures um, in some areas, but it wasn't nationwide, um, at least from what I can remember very very briefly um but yeah it's definitely something it's a new experience um uh, i think we'll come out of this with a uh, uh a new perception of appreciation um for the everyday things yes, you know that we're able to, to say that. that we're able to do you know go to the movies go to the restaurants uh go to top golf top golf wonderful place by the way if you guys never been top golf <laughs> top golf is awesome <laughs> um you know all, you know all these different places and and meeting with your family and going to family you know family reunions or whatever and those thanksgiving dinners and um i think it's gonna i think uh for those of us who are old enough to really understand the impact and comprehend uh everything that has happened um we come out of this going to have a new newfound uh perception of appreciation i think so yeah i I think so too and and just the the appreciation for life yeah um is is where we're really just gonna take uh take a new level um of of our day-to-day lives um you know it's not like um I, I, I'm I'm kind of used to it. Um, you know, over the course of my career within uh, you know my my day to day business, 
um, I do a lot of storm traveling. So yeah. I'm used to going into hurricanes and seeing the devastation, yeah. having the curfews put in place, having the lockdowns put in place, having the grocery stores being wiped out, having the gas stations being, being out of gas, having to travel two hours to get a tank of gas or food or go out to eat um, right. out of out of the war zone is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but where we are now is you can't you can't just go two hours down the street. Yeah, no, because it's affecting everybody in the United States. Mm-hmm. Take for granted we don't have the shortage of gas like we do during a hurricane, but we still have low consumables from grocery stores we still yeah. have we don't have a mandatory curfew but we have a what we're calling a lockdown where you can't go sit in a restaurant right uh you know it's it's different to be able to to, to go through that um during a hurricane for a two-week time period and then it just it it, it seems like after a certain period of time, a flip just switches and everything comes back to life. I'm interested to see how we come out of this. You know, right. is it going to be like that? Is it going to be we we lift all the bands and everything comes back to life? Right. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested to see how the entire United States is going to come back out of this. I think the restaurants are going to be overwhelmed with business. I think the movie theaters, I think the top golfs, I think the gyms, I think, I don't think anybody is, I was going to say anybody, but um, there's not going to be a whole lot of people inside at home. I think once everything's kind of lifted and we're out of it, you know, 100% free and in the clear, um, that um, there's going to be a lot of people outside doing some activities, I think. I was uh, I was listening to what's the, the guy Tim Rowe? Is it Tim Rowe or Mike Rowe from Micro Dirty from Jobs? Dirge, Micro, Micro, yeah, Dirge. So he was on Fox News the other day um, talking about um, the unemployment rates. Um, yeah, how he was expecting it to be in the millions uh, this week, but there's a flip side to everybody being unemployed right now is it's called skill trades. Okay. This is going to put an emphasis on our youth instead of going to a four year college to go to a, a trade school and being able to earn a six figure income because we're going to have such a shortage of skilled trade labors. Okay. Uh, coming out of this, that the income equality is going to change, and the middle class is going to be at a whole nother level than where it was coming into this. Yeah. Uh, and you guys can go back and 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 look for that 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 segment. It's, it was on Fox News. Um, I'm sure you just type in Fox News micro. And yeah, something. And he he did a really good job explaining it. And I I did a um, you know stupid job explaining it but (laughs) (laughs) no it's fine it's fine i like micro i I, you know if you're ever sitting in a hotel room you flip it through (laughs) you usually can find a dirty jobs episode on yeah um you know but also for our foundation and our ministry um Mm -hmm. the emphasis on what you read on the cdc.gov and 
the counseling services that are out there. Um, This is a prime time for people to reach out to us and ask for help. Um, This is a prime time for us to ask for donations and ask for people support your community. Um, One thing is the churches. The churches need to have a better involvement in ministries like us um, in order to support their congregations. Right. Um, So, you know, it's helping out some people um, in the sense of, you know, ministries like ours that are just getting started. Yeah. Well, this is going to be able to build on our ministry, but it's also going to be able to help other people um, that we typically wouldn't have been able to help. Right. Um, so it's kind of, I don't know, it, I'm kind of thinking of it, thinking of this in a way of resetting the clock and resetting, okay. resetting where we are in society. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Maybe we needed that. Maybe we needed that, you know, pause and, you know, take a, take a breath of fresh air yeah. and, and, and take a break. So. Yeah. No, no, I feel you. I definitely, yeah, like I said before, I definitely think it's going to be kind of a, a new depth of perception, um, a breath of fresh air, able to take that time and kind of reset your mind and, and focus on some of those things that you haven't been able to focus on before. Because, you know, like like we said before, the world is moving so fast and time is not stopping and it's not going to wait for you. Um, this is one of those rare occurrences where if you turn to look on the bright side, even though. A lot of people are sick and a lot of people are dying um, that um, it gives it affords a rare opportunity to um, just kind of take a second evaluate what's going on Um, looking on that bright side (laughs) (laughs) trying to at least right Um, but yeah yeah, wow. It's definitely, I mean, uh, as Jason said, guys, if you, I, I put a, there's a donation link in our, um, on our anchor website and I'll put it on e- each description of the show. Um, down here in the bottom, there's a link uh, that after, right in the description of the show um, that you can, if you want to support the podcast, if you want to support the ministry, if you want to support us um, and help us support others, uh, please do leave a donation. Um, you're able to do recurring. You're also able to do one time. Um, that link will be here down in the description. I'll also put that link in our YouTube videos as well. Um, kind of have it plastered everywhere. You can find it on our anchor homepage as well. Um, please do if you can. Um, every little bit helps really does. Um, yeah. And our, our website is live now. Um, it is www.spiralingministries.org um, so feel free to go to our website um, and you can reach out to us that way as well yeah there's a, you can contact us and we'll, me and Jason will directly get emails um, so we're able to uh, kind of feed through and look through that and, um, and and get back to you guys as quickly as possible so please do um, uh, hit us up and and, and, and um, uh, Send us an email. Happy to answer those. Um, I'll have that link as well in the description. I'll put them all in there so it makes it easy for everybody to see. Um, coronavirus has affected a lot of things. Um, uh, it can affect your, uh, you know, it's affected your day to day life. Um, 
but uh, there are some different things that you can do to kind of cope with your mental health. Um, there's some different ways that we kind of talked about through coping, you know, kind of going back to that recap real quick, uh, stretching, uh, kind of moderate to, uh, moderate exercise in your own home, um, trying to eat as as healthy of a diet as you possibly can. I know choices aren't um, very frugal at this point, but um, just try and eat as much as as much good food as possible. Um, you know, stay away from uh, take a break every once in a while from the news, from social media. Um, hug your kids. Uh, you know, uh, do a puzzle with them. Um, read a good book. Um, take a walk um, to clear your head. Um, Call your family members on FaceTime, on Skype, on Zoom, on just, you know, just on a phone call. Um, talk with them. Um, share your thoughts and your concerns and your feelings and um, just let them know you're okay. And um, those are some different ways that you can uh, try and cope. Um, Jason, do you have any other? I think that's really it, man. I, you, you really did a good job wrapping it up. Um, you know, again, uh you know, support us any way you can. Um, reach out to us. Uh, we'd love Please. to hear from you. Um, we have some great guests coming up. Uh, we do. I do want to touch on that. Uh, we have we have some things that 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 are going to really interest uh, everybody in the public. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to those next couple of sessions that we have. Yeah, me too. And I think I think I think I think our listeners like the guest. All right, for some reason they get bored. It's just you and me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Uh, no, but we got some, we do have some good guests coming up. Um, over the next couple of weeks. So really excited to get those uh, episodes out to you. Uh, again, uh, drop a like, follow, subscribe, leave a rating. We'll be happy to read it on the show. Uh, leave a comment or concern. We're great. We'll be happy to hear from you. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Be safe out there. Wash your hands. Um, stay inside. Stay home. I know it's tough. Do it. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Take Bye-bye. care, guys. So I'm thankful.